Welcome to Talking Jazz. Today we have a very, very special edition. We are on the road with the Shiros, and I have gathered four of them around a kitchen table in Bavaria in a farmhouse where we're staying for a few days. And we wanted to share some of our road stories and what it takes for musicians to be on the road and, and do what we do. I have, well, first of all, a little background to the Shiros. This is a band that I have since uh, 2014. And um, I gathered this group with the purpose of showcasing female musicians that are leaders and to change perceptions on stage because often we have certain expectations when we go on stage and it seems that we think a jazz band should look in a certain way, but it doesn't have to. So six, eight years ago, I, I gathered this group. So let me share before we go into the first uh, music selections who we have here at the kitchen table. So next to me is Jamie Baum. Jamie, hello. Hello <laughs> out there in podcast land. And Jamie, tell us real quick what you do and where are you from? Uh, I live in New York City. I live in New York City and I am a flutist composer and I have a few different projects. Most notably, I have a Septet Plus. We have four CDs out, Sunnyside, done quite a bit of touring. And um, I also teach at Manhattan School of Music and love to tour. Yeah, you're certainly a touring warrior. And then across from me, I have our bassist vocalist, although we're just using her bass skills right now. And this is Kristen Korb. So hello, Kristen. I consider myself a musician and fun facilitator. Oh, I love that. I live just outside of Copenhagen, Denmark. All right. And then next to me is Jasna Jovicevic, all the way from Serbia. Exactly. So give us a little background here. Well, at this moment, I'm almost closest to home. So Serbia, and I live there for now. Uh, I live the other places as well. I play saxophone, I'm a composer, I play space drum, and I have different projects. Uh, three projects that I work on now is uh, my quintet, one free jazz trio, and the third is uh, saxophone quartet. And I write music for all of them and arrange, and some of them are just free improvised. And it's so wonderful to have you, and we'll, we'll share some stories how we put it together. Yeah. But for the first piece of music, I'm going to share uh, one of our recordings, which is a version of We Are the Champions. And this is usually the way we start out the concert. And, and I do it by purpose to for our jazz version. So this is um, We Are the Champions as recorded on the Eternal Dance release, a 2020 release on Savon Records. And it features uh, the Shiro's group for the recording we have Jamie Baum on flute, we have Raywood Regev on the trombone, we have Lakeisha Benjamin on saxophone, uh, Jennifer Vincent on bass, Rosa Avila on drums, and myself on keyboards. Here we go. Thank you. 
that was We Are The Champions from our recording Eternal Dance and it features uh, Shiro's and our fun addition today is Shiro's on the road from our little farmhouse in Bavaria. I promise to have um, each of them share a little bit more about what they do and I want to start with our bassist Kristin because we'll listen to one of her recent recordings in a minute. As you mentioned, Kristin, you moved to Denmark via Montana, California, <laughs> and all that good stuff. And I mean, you've been out there for, for quite a while. So what are your favorite things about touring, traveling, that part of being a musician? One of the things I love about it is that when you're on the road, you can really focus just on the music. I think sometimes when you're home, there's like a million things, whether it's cleaning the house or doing laundry. I mean, we still have to do laundry on the road, but for the most part, it seems like when we're um, on the road, it's like the whole thing is towards the gig. And so you, you start to build those little habits on the road of like, this is when I get up, this is how I warm up and everything is focused towards the gig where I think sometimes during my daily life at home, there can be other things involved. Mm -hmm. So I can be a little more selfish when I'm on the road than when I'm at home. So I really love that. And I, I, I totally agree. It's it's that focus on the music and especially if you get the same group every night, you know, you see how the music grows and gets better and, and, and the interaction because you spent the time together and, and not being distracted by everything else. Yeah, that conversation gets so much deeper by the end of the tour. And then I find like in the end of that process, when I come home, I'm different. Mm. You know, my playing is different. I approach other parts of my music differently mm. because of having that repetition um, in those various deeper explorations. It's It really opens up other things within me. We're gonna listen to one of your arrangements, Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight. And it's kind of something that, that you focus on, right? Taking tunes and, and coming up with them. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. I love doing <laughs> wacky arrangements, but this song actually comes from Otmaro Ruiz, the arrangement, who's a wonderful Venezuelan pianist. He lives in LA. Um, his arrangements are really amazing. Mm. Um, and I played a gig with a drummer, Aron Serfati, who's also Venezuelan, and they were working together, and I happened to be in LA and played the concert with them, and this was one of the songs we did. And so I had asked Otmaro if it was okay if I took his arrangement, used it when I was out on the road, and he said, yes, please. <laughs> so it's been really fun to, to learn for, even from his arranging, mm -hmm. you know, with chord voicings and reharmonizations and, and things like that. So uh, Hans Ulrich is on this, mm -hmm. who's a wonderful uh, saxophonist. He plays with the Danish radio big band. Mm, okay. And then it's my regular trio with Manus Jort on piano and Snorkirk on drums. And that was a recent live performance, right? Yeah, we were up in Sweden. In fact, yeah, that was uh, the, the COVID tour. We, <laughs> the COVID tour. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, we, Denmark had just opened up and we all got in the van and mm. went up to Sweden. By the time we got home, we all had COVID, so. Oh, it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> part of traveling. Yes, it's, too, isn't it? luckily it was mild for us, but yeah, he felt really bad because it was like the first time we had played together and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, because <laughs> I think he was the one that brought it from home. Let's enjoy some music. So this is the uh, Kristen Korb Trio featuring Hans Ulrich, 
doing Don't Let Me Be Lonely tonight on their recent tour to Sweden.
Trio doing Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight, a beautiful arrangement of a recent performance in Sweden featuring Hans Ulrich on the saxophone. And um, I'm going to turn it over to my good buddy and flutist, <laughs> Jamie Baum, and we'll actually listen in a minute to one of her songs that we recorded on the very first Shiro's recording, which was the whole world in her hands in um, 2014, until I realized that if you say the whole world in her hands, that's a really long band name and it just doesn't flow until we came <laughs> up with the name Shiro's. But Jamie has been with me from the very first day of this and saw me actually learn the ropes of how to be a band leader and put tours together, larger tours, because um, there are some things you should consider. <laughs> Jamie just put me on the spot from those early days. <laughs> some of the things you should never do. And <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's such a learning process mm -hmm. as I learned. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think particularly as women, and also, particularly in this day and age, we don't have these opportunities like a lot of guys used to have. I mean, you know, my husband is a drummer and he, right out of high school, he went on the road with Liddy Herman and then with Red Rodney and Iris Sullivan and then with um, so many people. And, and so I think the whole mentorship um, was something that we lost out on. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I learned from people that I worked with and made lots of mistakes and, and then, you know, you learn from just doing it. So I think that that's the only way, really. You know, I think that unfortunately the whole mentorship thing is, is I mean, there are some organizations that are trying to do a mentorship these mm -hmm. days, some women organizations, but it's still, you know, the concept of going on the road is is something that I think it's is hard to learn without doing it. Right. You know? Right. And so we started and and you know we went on the road and you learned and you know from me and, and Lainey of course who've been on the road quite a bit and some of the other musicians, you know, but I think you also learn as a leader because the stress that it puts on you mm -hmm. to organize things you're always trying to figure out an easier way mm -hmm. or more um clear way mm -hmm. and of course you had susie you had manager who who was helpful in organizing that 
But, um, you know, it's also tricky because I think, you know, everybody's busy and, you know, being from different places. And so trying to um, have a band is not easy in this day and age either because, you know, back in the earlier days, um, there were a lot more gigs and, you know, you could afford to have a band where you could play a number of nights and it paid pretty well. So you could keep the same people together. But I think it's much more difficult to do that kind of thing now. So I think um, it takes time to find people that, you know, are like-minded both personality-wise and musically. I mean, I have an eight-piece band right. um, that I started in 1999. Right. So, um, you know, I was very lucky the first 10 years I had pretty much the same people. In the second 10 years I had same people and now we're sort of going in a different direction but you know I don't think it's so much about having the same style or having the same necessarily background um, in fact I find it much more interesting when you put people together that have different styles because I think you know they inspire each other and say oh I you know I never thought that way or I didn't play that way and I really like to you know you know, be inspired by that. And I think it's more interesting for the audience to listen to different people. Mm -hmm. And But the crucial thing is, is that you have people that have a similar um, desire to listen and share and, you know, maybe have um, that kind of sensibility, I think. You know, sometimes you have people that are very entrenched in what they want to do or how they want to perform or project the music. So then that won't work as well. Right. Well, and you know, usually the music part is the easiest of the whole road business. <laughs> it's, it's the renting the van and getting there and, and, you know, getting a budget that works. And right. especially the more people you have, you know, often people think, oh, you're going on the road. You're having a little vacation thing. Right. You're going to give some sightseeing. <laughs> right. And, right. There is very, very little time to do that. It's getting right. from one place to the next one and perform but the performance part is the rewarding part but i think you know the music is the easy part but also the music i think develops when it has more meaning when you're with people that absolutely share the experience and understand mm -hmm. you know that part of it and are willing to be sort of kind of i hate to use the phrase but like a team player because <laughs> it really is about that you it know is. it's about about a, a little give and take both musically and personally so I called you out of the blue then. And, yes. And, and you came to this. Do you recall any first thoughts about the project that you had? You were like, maybe like, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> I knew many of the musicians. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. they were all really good musicians. And, and um, I think the, the biggest um, concern I had was just the lack of, you know, of, of time, right. you know, to sort of everybody bringing in pieces mm -hmm. and and how is that going to work and mm -hmm. are we going to be able to um rehearse and get it to a level <laughs> and you know right it's hard enough to go in a studio that you're not familiar with and there's always the issues of you know getting your your headphones right and the sound right and all that mm -hmm. and and you know but that's the way it is these days we just don't right. have the luxury you yeah. know to go in the studio for a week or the you know a lot of times you get called and you know, they said they're going to send me the music and then you get it the day before. So, um, you know, but I think 
if you feel that, like I, I said before, you know, the music is at a good level and everybody, you mm. know, is sort of wants to make the most of it. You know, that I think we sort of managed with you your feel? with your oh, terrible. We figured it out, but but yours was was a good one. It was a fun challenge, and I think we came out with a all yeah, right version of that. I think so. So so the one that we recorded is called In a Nutshell. Yeah, and, and we were lucky because we had Linda oh play bass right. on it, and she played with and me she had played before. it before, which. Right. Helped because it's a very, very right, very baseline right. on that tune. That that wouldn't have worked without that. Right, right. Yeah, I had worked with her before. She played it. Mm -hmm. She played with my septet, mm -hmm. and then I did a tour in Canada mm -hmm. with another person, and where I think we actually even played it. So mm -hmm. right, that definitely helped. Well, let's have a glimpse into that day in the studio. It's called uh, In a Nutshell, and it features, of course, Jamie Baum on flute, but she's also the composer. We had Linda O oh on bass. We had uh, Ray Regev on the trombone, Lakeisha Benjamin on the saxophone, um, Ariana Fanning on the drums, and uh, Jennifer Vincent on bass, and, of course, myself on piano. This is our 2015 release on Real City
2015 Wailing City Sound release and a composition by flutist Jamie Baum. And as I mentioned, we have the Shiro's assembled at the kitchen table today because we are in a little farmhouse in Bavaria and we are cooking together, we are practicing together and heading further in Bavaria the next day. And it's a real pleasure to have uh, Jasna Jovicevich along for this leg of the tour. She's a saxophonist from Serbia, composer of multi-instrumentalist. And, and I got to know her a few years ago. We met up at a conference and there's, there's a lot of commonalities in, in terms of what we look for in the music and what we look for in terms of being represented. So Yasna, this came all together and you also brought another project to the Women in Jazz Festival in Halleberg. Exactly. Earlier, mm -hmm. Which we'll have a listen to a little bit of that project. It's it's very different. It's it's a string quartet. Exactly. So A tell us a little bit about that project and about getting the band there, since we're talking about road stories, right? Yeah. <laughs> For me this is really a special occasion to be here at all because you know, jazz in Serbia, like who heard about Serbian jazz? Not really. So it's not a our cultural thing. So it's amazing that I'm here at all and always, you know, looking towards U.S. and that culture and because of jazz and everything, it's super exciting for me to be here. And actually, I was here with my band because of playing last year again with Shiro's here. Mm -hmm. So that made me come here. Otherwise, it would be very hard to travel with Serbian band. And we came here with Quintet, so that's expensive. And so we had some help from Goethe Institute and stuff. So it's, as you mentioned, it's very complex. It's not just come and play. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of, it took me, as as you know, you did the, whole, the same thing. It took me one whole year to organize all the logistics and everything to come here and have two concerts. And many things were wrong after all that. One year of work. A week a week before we, we got here, my band, uh, my cellist told me, oh, I have um, my back hurt and I can't come. So I had this injury. You have to replace me. Find somebody else. It was like a week before. And it's like, as you mentioned, it's string quartet, a lot of arrangements that have to be practiced. It's not just one, two, three, four. It's like really strings, quartets, uh, music. So we found another one, a young guy who was super helpful. And we went, we arranged that I will have my bass clarinet ticket waiting for me at the airport. I brought my space drum. I brought my bass clarinet and my alto saxophone. The bass was waiting for us in Germany. So my bass player had my space drum on his back as his instrument. I had my alto and my bass clarinet. We arrived and no, oh, there is no ticket for the bass clarinet. Sorry. So we had to turn it back and come back and then rearrange the whole song that was for bass clarinet, actually two songs. So we just rearranged it uh, on the on the airplane. So this is how it works. And then we came here and oh, the, we missed the flight because it was too late. We arrived too late at Frankfurt. It's the that really huge airport, you can't, like we, we walked, we ran for two and a half kilometers, sweating, arriving there, you know, and then we come through this place when they uh, check your stuff. Oh, it's a saxophone, great, can you show us how you play? So these kind of stories, and then the time goes, the time goes. So we missed the flight. We waited for five hours, and then at the end, we arrived at midnight instead of, I don't know, afternoon. But after that, 
everything went smoothly. We really had great audience, two great concerts, and then we just I was just waiting here for you all to come. Right. Well, you know, I was almost sick, so that I was so nervous, yeah, like a right. few weeks before. Right. It's really stressing, you know, and you both, you all of you mentioned that, and it's really stressful. I am not that experienced in um, such a big, like big travelings. Uh, when I travel with my bands, I travel regionally. Mm-hmm. You know, we take cars, we take, you know, vans. So that's how we travel in the region. It's much, uh, it's, it's, it's just simpler. So now having all this over going with planes and everything, it really is it's stressful. But once we got on the stage, we had a good sound, we had a good session, it was really good. And you, know, you, and you forget you. everything. So we're going to listen to one called Joy of the Unknown. Anything you want to point to or to listen for? Well, it's a very huge concept of the album. I won't tell it now but it it was uh, i made this album during the pandemic Mm -hmm. during the lockdown actually Mm -hmm. and the album is called sounding solitude Mm -hmm. it's about this psychological parts we go through while pandemic or grief it was kebler model of grief Mm -hmm. five five stages Mm -hmm. so i composed music for all these stages and i added one at the end and this was the end It's like when you just have new insights after all this grief and accepting and denying and being depressed and all that what happens to us. Mm. After all, you have some new insights and you maybe become a new person accepting the unknown, which is the hardest thing for us all. So And so I use some of the Tibetan mantras in this song. That's what I was singing. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole arrangement. And most of that is free free improvised and some of it it's written so it's like like everything together like opus like putting all these things before together for the last song okay so yeah so this is the this is the uh, Jasnevićević Quinery that's the name of the band mm-hmm. the name of the album is Sounding Solitude I had Philip Krumason violin a little bit different band than from Germany I had Ivana Grahovac on cello I had David More on uh, first double bass and Mila Nikolic on second double bass. Right, here it is, Joy of the
Nine, the Vichivich Cunary. And wonderful piece, strings. And we'll go back, we'll, we'll listen to uh, another one of the Shiro's recordings. Um, this was on our second recording, and it's from one of our super Shiro's that is always on tour with us, and, and she'll join us back. She's just visiting her sister, who also happens to live in Bavaria. And that's Raoud Regev. And usually when we travel, so Raoud always has her daughter along, Liana. So we get the, the extra and the extra entertainment. And, and they figured out in a really interesting way on how to keep that bond and a family bond. And Liana's pretty much been raised on the road, I would say, and raised by the other band members. So I want to have a chance from everybody to hear some of some of the challenges. How how does this work with family life with raising kids? You know, I I have two kids, and luckily my or I don't know if it's luckily or not, but my husband is also a musician. So early <laughs> on, we we often did it as family trips, right? So it's the two of us put the kids in the back and and go travel or most of the time it's bands and, and he'll be along. So, so it works. And then the few times where, you know, I go on by myself and they're used to it by now and they're old enough by now to be able to do that. Well, I don't have kids, but a lot of different sides to it. You know, I live in Manhattan in a small one bedroom with right. my husband and he's a musician who's was on tour quite a bit and so you know because we're both very dedicated I actually is even though I missed him when he was away I appreciated having the space to myself so I can practice as much as I want and just I think living in Manhattan where there's basically no space mm -hmm. at all or to even walk around just having some time to yourself be by yourself and you know after living with somebody all the time I, I think can be a good thing and also to be able to compose and I also think things have really changed dramatically since we were able to get FaceTime or Skype or right. Skype really came right. before FaceTime right. and that really made a huge difference mm -hmm. both for myself and my husband and my family members you know mm -hmm. because it used to be where you know calling was so expensive you know and with the time change and and you know, you didn't have the cell phones or the Wi-Fi, and so, you know, you'd get to the hotel late at night, and the phones were closed, you know, and so sometimes you'd go for, like, a, you know, a few days or a week. I remember when I went to India, you know, in 2002, or South America, you know, or Japan, actually, in 77, and It'd be, it was so expensive, and you'd call from the hotel, so you could, you know, maybe once a week or something. And that, yeah. I think that's very difficult for, you know, but now, I mean, you can call and do FaceTime every day, and it doesn't cost anything. This song, actually, that Raoud Regev, our trombonist, wrote, she called it I'm a Superstar, and it was was her affirmation and and for us too of this often doubting should we do that you know getting a bad conscience we're leaving the kids behind is that right or should we just like not do this jazz life and get a real job and <laughs> stay home with the kids are we depriving the family from something 
and and so at the end of this song we're all giving the affirmation yes we can we have the right and we should be able to do that and and Reut, uh, uh composes in a very modern avant-garde way and it's a really 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 fun challenge to to play her music so this is i'm a superstar from the shiro's recording which was actually voted in as one of the best recordings of 2018 in downbeat magazine and it features Raywood Reggae von Trombone, Jamie Baum on the flute. We have Jennifer Vincent on the bass, Rosa Avila on the drums, and myself on keyboard, and Lainey Stern on the guitar. Here it is.
Chiros, a composition by Raywood Wegev. So that was a really fun. So thank you, Chiros, for sharing all your moments and, and, and thoughts and for sharing your music. And we look forward to a series more concerts. And we'll finish out our show with uh, Dear Jerry, which is from our latest uh, release, Eternal Dance. But it's so good to, to have you all, and, and I'm so grateful we get to do this together. If you want to find out more, the band, look at the Monica with a K, hersick.com website, and go from there. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. for listening to Talking Jazz today. Tune in for Talking Jazz every Thursday at 11 a.m. and every Monday at 7 p.m. right here on WETF 105.7 FM in South Bend, Indiana or online at WETFthejazzstation.org. Also find videos of previous shows on YouTube on the Monica Hersick channel. That's M-O-N-I-K-A-H-E-R-Z-I-G. Subscribe to get the newest updates. Thank you for listening.